You're listening to Crime Watchers. Crime Watchers is an unauthorized and uncensored recap podcast for the biggest television show of the 2000s. That's right. I'm talking about Crime Stoppers Miami. Infinity, infinity, infinity. I'm Kent Montagna. Put the ya on the mm. And I'm Piper Beckett, and you can say it however you want, as long as you're giving me a job in Hollywood. And we as long as directed- we're giving, yeah, oh. I was gonna say as long as we're get, as long as they're giving you credit for what? Yes, as long as I'm getting a credit, and I got quite a few credits on this uh, little mm-hmm. show here that we're talking about. We wrote, we directed, we produced, and we starred in this very show, Crime Stoppers Miami Infinity. Infinity. You've got quite a few credits. Uh, what are you? Uh, um, the uh, a a char- a rich character in a sci-fi universe. No, I'm a rich character in a show about two amazing police detectives who do their jobs perfectly every single day. And but you did understand my joke, yeah? No. About the credits. No, you know, because like in really. a sci-fi universe, they would call it um, credits, like money. They'd be like, "Oh, you don't have enough credits to buy that uh, green." Soup. I hate to tell you this, Kent, but I do think that's actually what we call it in the real world here, too. Have you ever heard of a credit card? A credit card? Yeah, I have heard of a credit card. I know I've, you can't uh, have one. I don't one. qualify for one. Yeah, but that's, yeah. we do have that here on planet Earth. Yeah, I don't... Um, I don't... Uh, I don't qualify for a credit card. Uh, every time I try to... Because what they do is they try to make you put your name on there. And I'm... Right. And I'm trying to keep a low profile, stay off the grid. So I'll always ask these people, you know, Wells Fargo or Bank of America, Fidelity or um, um, Union mm, Bank. Or, yeah. What's that? Which one? Harris. BMO Harris. BMO, Har- BMO Harris? Yeah. <laughs> BMO, BMO Harris um, sounds like it would be a character from The Wire. It sounds like a character from your little alien play that you've been making up in your head. Bimo Harris, yeah. Yeah. Bimo me up, Harris. Anyway, they always <laughs> talk to me, you know, Bimo Harris or whatever. He'll say to me, you know, Bimo Harris, he'll come by. He'll be like, do you want this credit card? I'll be like, yeah, sure, as long as you don't put my name on it. Um, and then they'll say, mm, does this do Bitcoin? I guess not. He says, no, it doesn't do Bitcoin. That's really cool. He tried cool. to explain to me Bitcoin's not real. I said, Wait, re- who said that? Bimo Harris did when he was over at my place. Oh, well, yeah. BMO Harris would want you to believe that Bitcoin isn't real. Yeah. And he ate all my Nutter Butters, too. Could Damn. Yep. Um, Those are hard to find. Nutter Butters? I mean, for me, because I'm not allowed to eat them at the behest of my trainer. I don't lose my Nutter Butters because I put a find my iPhone tag on them whenever I buy them. I, like one of those air tag things? Yeah, I put an air tag on every single nutter butter. You know how I've been having those money problems? Oh, that's because you've been buying all the air tags. I've been buying so many air tags. That's why I can't get good credit either. Um I don't trust an air tag. I'm never gonna put one on anything. That's for my assistant to take care of. I call her my air tag. She holds your nutter butters for she, if you well, have anything if I had you think I could lose this. I could lose this. You give it to her. You say, hold on to this for me. Yeah, like my phone, my keys, my credit card. Anytime I'm like, I could lose this, I hand it to my assistant, who I call my air tag. Yeah.
This episode of Crime Stoppers Miami Infinity that we're going to be recapping this week originally aired December 19th, 2003. It was the 2000s. It was swinging. Um, Let's just paint a picture of what was going on in the culture at the time that this episode originally Everybody was listening to Brian Setzer Orchestra. That was actually really big. Brian Setzer Orchestra was, um, we had them on retainer for Crime Stoppers Miami Infinity. When we changed the show over from Crime Stoppers Miami to Crime Stoppers Miami Infinity, we went to the network. We said, we just did something. We need a little devil's music. That's right. Because we just did something for you that's, um, we might as well have just made your nut for eternity because we just. We just, um, you guys were so uh, fucking dumb <laughs> when you first uh, came up with the buying this show, the idea for buying this show from us, that you didn't say to us, how are you going to make sure this show runs forever? Right. And we- And we figured it out. Figured it out. And we needed we some said, devilish tunes to keep we it said, hey, going. Hey, it's episode 12. Uh, what if the main or 13 or whatever it was, Lucky Devil's 13, what if- the main two characters got sucked into a hell mouth and make a deal with the devil to walk the earth for a thousand more years doing his bidding. And wouldn't that be lucrative? And the network said, that's not the show that we bought. And we said, "Mm, we don't care. Yeah. We said, if you could do it, you'd be doing it. You can't do it, which is why we're doing it. Yeah. And we're doing it. If you were the ones that had invented Crime Stoppers Miami Infinity, you'd be the inventors of Crime Stoppers Miami Infinity. But you're not, and we are, and we're also directing, producing, starring in the show. So what does that say about you? And we said, we only have one thing we want from you. We want a little devil's music. And they said, what about Brian Sensor Orchestra? (laughs) And I said, that's perfect. Also, my cousin is in that band, so we should do it. Yeah, because we got a discount because yeah. Piper's cousin um, Piper's cousin was in the band, Piper Jr. Beckett. It's very funny, <laughs> uh, her name, because you're... And, it, and do tell us the story about that name. About Piper J- Jr. Beckett? Yeah, your cousin, Piper Jr. Beckett. <laughs> yeah, so I was... So Piper Jr. Beckett is actually two years older than me, and it's your dad, your dad's sister's kid, right? My dad's sister's kid, yes. And this is a family name. She's not. Um, she's married to a guy who also has the last name Beckett. She's married to Brian Beckett, right? Because her last. Do you want to tell Beckett. the story? I'm just. Her last name is Beckett, right? <laughs> no, I, it sounds like sister. you want to tell the story. <laughs> and she's married also to a guy <laughs> whose last name is Beckett. Which is why, because our listeners yeah, were probably Yeah, when they met, they go, well, isn't this convenient? Maybe we should get married. And they did as a joke. And then they had my cousin and then they got divorced. Because they yeah. realized they actually don't like each other all that very much. Yeah, you can love someone even if you don't like them is the thing. And they didn't even like or they, love each other. And they didn't other. love each other They either. said, you know what? It was a marriage Just having the same last name was not a good foundation for this yeah. marriage. And so they used Piper was Beckett, gay, right? which was... He was gay yeah. and she was also lesbian? <laughs> yeah, he was gay and she was lesbian. Yeah. And they only had sex once and it was Piper Jr. Beckett, my cousin. And so they named 
Piper Jr. Beckett, my cousin, after Piper Sr. Beckett, who was my grandmother. And she um, was named that. And then they realized, oh, my God. <laughs> when they named me, they realized. Your parents. When your parents my named par- you. <laughs> they named you Piper the Third, right? So, no. I'm just no? Piper Beckett. I don't even have a middle name. I didn't know that. It's not the third. Your middle name isn't the third. No. So oh, they realized they screwed up when they did Piper Jr. Beckett and they said, okay, well, we can't fix that. So we just have to go back and the next girl born in the family just has to be Piper Beckett. What the fuck Here. are you talking about? Your aunt and uncle realized they screwed up when they named her Piper Jr. Beckett? <laughs> yeah, because what there wasn't a Piper not Jr. Beckett. There wasn't a plain Piper Beckett. You said there was a Piper Sr. Beckett. Oh, because it goes Piper yeah. Senior. Because it should go. Piper Usually, Senior the way it Beckett. goes, you've got Piper you got a guy. Beckett. His name's John. Piper Junior Beckett. You got John Senior. You got John, and then you've got John Junior. Correct. Jingleheimer Schmidt. And yeah, and then you have Trip after that. John Junior Jingleheimer Schmidt. That's my name too. And so, um, should nobody be saying because there should only be one of these. <laughs> Uh, in any case, we got the Brian Setzer Orchestra. And what does she play in it? She plays uh, saxophone, right? Yeah. Yeah. She plays it. Tenor and she sax. has a special signature way she plays the saxophone. She plays it the wrong way, upside down. She plays it with she the, play, the big She end. blows into the big she hole. She blows into the big hole. Yep. Um, she blows She blows into the big hole. Um, and um, that was when I was actually just, at a... sort of sings the tune into the big hole. Yeah. So I she'll went be like... To, wah, 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 and when the madam was showing me all the different girls, you know, that was what she said. She was like, you know, there's, um, she was like, uh, and who are the Mambo ladies? There's um, a little bit of. Monica. Monica. She was like, there, you know, there's Monica. She's um, very sexy. She has big bazooms. There's Erica. She's got a wonderful ass. And there is. Um, Rita. Rita. And Rita blows into the big hole. And I <laughs> and you're like I'm picking that one. Yeah, signature move. Um, so we got the Brian Setzer Orchestra <laughs> to do all of the. Um, we got a bad deal with them. They refused because we signed the they deal. They bled us dry. They bled us dry because we signed them the deal with them, and they had put in the fine print that they would only do uh, FX yeah. and not music. So we only had them for Foley. Uh-huh. Um, so that was a bunch of amateurs just going, whoosh, 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 anytime we wore track pants. Yeah, like, um, you know, uh, little things like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> or if we were swimming, they'd be like, splash, splash, splash. Because that was the other thing that they had put in their contract was that they, um, it was extra for instruments. Yeah, um, instruments so- extra. Instruments it was a extra. Big red it's a type, and we just didn't see it. Yeah, well, because it's a sort of a stand. You know, we argued back and forth with them. They said that sort of standard. Um, that's spoiler. They what they kept saying was that's. I remember Brian Setzer. You know, we got in a big hullabaloo over it. You know, because he kept going. He kept going. That's boilerplate, brother. 
That's I know, boilerplate. I know. And I kept saying, Brian Seltzer, maybe you should have a Brian Seltzer and chill out. Chill out, man. Crack have a, a cold liquid, seltzer and have a calm liquid death, down. You know. Which we invented. Calm yourself down. We came up with the idea. Yeah, Liquid Death stole from us the idea of making a drink in a can. that tastes a little in a can that tastes a little bit bad. So Anyway, um, <laughs> this week's episode was uh, our Christmas episode. It aired on December 19th. A lot of people would say to us, wouldn't you put your Christmas episode on December 26th? We said everybody's no. over it by then. Yeah, it's Boxing Everybody's Day. Everybody's over it. That's our boxing big Boxing Day episode. Big Boxing Day episode. Big Boxing Day and episode. And do you want to say what the name of this episode was? An Abbey Cal Christmas. And do you want um, to explain why it was called that? I'll explain why it was called that. You ever heard of the, the Gift of the Magi? Absolutely. I said we should do a Gift of the Magi kind of episode. And that's how this whole thing was born. I remember when you uh, when you said that. Because I, I said to you, I said, is that the only fucking story you ever read, Piper? And I said, no. I saw it on Rugrats. So I said, yeah, we'll do it. And I said, what are, what are we going to call it? We could call it, um, okay, it's Gift of the Magi. I was riffing. I was riffing. Yeah. I was like, we could call it. Um, Much uh, like the a Brian magi- Setzer Orchestra's. Mouths. Groups. Doing their. Um, <laughs> yeah. Scat. Doing their scat. scat riffs. We ended up having a lot of scat in um, Crime Stoppers Miami Infinity because it was sort of a loophole with Brian Setzer Orchestra. Um, where we said we would get them to do F, uh, do a bunch of SFX, right? Yes. A bunch of Foley. We'd say like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, we need all this Foley. Here's your Foley. Because we had unlimited Foley from them. That was the contract. Yeah, unlimited um, Foley instruments unlimited. extra. It was, it was a salaried retainer. So it was basically like, you know, we say Foley, they say how much. You know, <laughs> and we um, say a lot, a lot, anything, and, anything you can think of, anything you think of. We need horses, <laughs> clap, clap, yeah. clap, lots and, of different horse sounds. And so we would do that. And then what we would do is we'd have our sound guy. He, Peter, he, he would, um, he would do like an edit where he would sort of sample it and then arrange it into something almost like scat almost like scat and we use that to score the show yeah um because we had blown our whole music budget on this yeah um anyway i said we'll call it it's gift of the magi let's call it a magi cal christmas and then that got me thinking magi cal well the main character's name is cal so could we do like a play on words there magi cal what about an abby cal because then you're getting both the main characters an abby cal christmas um and instead i took magi cal this sort of idea that i had had i sold that to the state of california for i basically i went to them for christmas tourism yeah i said you guys have medi-cal that's your california medicaid program it sounds awesome. What if you had something called <laughs> yeah, Magi? It does sound awesome. What if you had something called Magi Cal for magic tourism? They said, we'll tell you what. Yeah, for magic tourism. And um, <laughs> they said, we'll tell you what. That's not real. Don't come back. And you back. said it could be. Yeah, I said it could be. 
But they bought I, it anyway because they knew they were going to use it eventually. Yeah. I said, um, wow, you guys sound like a, a bunch of centrists right now. Things can't get any better or whatever it is that centrists say. Sure. You know what I'm talking about? Good things aren't possible. Good things aren't possible. That's what I said to them. And then I saw somebody tweeted that. I said they must have been in that meeting. <laughs> so this is called an Abby Cal Christmas. We're leading up into the best holiday of the year, the most wonderful time of the year. The snow is falling, and I'm not talking about precipitation. We Cocaina. were doing a ton of blow out of the it's air. It's the early 2000s. It's Miami. It's cocaine was literally credits. You could buy anything with it. And you could do anything with it. Yep. Stick it up your butt. Why do anything else? Exactly. Uh, so what do we open on, Piper, in this episode, this Christmas Well, it wouldn't be an Abby Cal Christmas if we didn't open on Cal and Abby, our intrepid... Cal Abby Ganza. Yeah. Our, Tony our Danza. heroes. So go on. And Cal and Abby are hanging out and they're saying, well, okay, that just happened about the episode before. Yeah, we where- opened on that. We opened with a recap of the episode before where we basically played the whole episode. Yeah, and then it cuts to we us. Say, previously on. Yep, and it cuts a to... A lot of people were confused. <laughs> okay, and it cuts to us <laughs> on our they, couch. Yeah, because <laughs> it was like 8 p.m. They turned it on. They're like, it's supposed to be Jeopardy. And how come it's previously on? And they're showing me a whole episode of Crime Stuffers Miami Infinity. And so then we open with us sitting on a couch and we are saying, oh, so that just happened about yeah. the episode before. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and Cal you, uh, says to me, says to Abby, looks like we don't need to get another soul for the devil this week because we just did one and we did a really good job and we're all good. We're all square with the devil for now. So Abby we suggests, a- let's just have a fun day off. Yeah, she's like, you know, I got to do some Christmas shopping. I'm sure you, you know, she's like, for some special people in my life. And she's winking at Cal. She goes, I'm sure that you've got some special people in your life that you also need to get presents for. And wouldn't it be so interesting if one of those people in your life um, ended up needing like some jewelry or something like that and she's pulling up her shirt and she's scratching at her belly button and Cal is kind of looking at her he's like do you want a belly button ring for Christmas and I said yes of course and what do you want for Christmas by the way not that I'm gonna get it for you um and he goes uh he what Cal does is he um he He's like, no, you don't. He's like, you don't. You don't have to get me anything. I get everything I, you know. He's got. I got everything I need. Every. He's like, I got everything I need. Um, I got the First Amendment. I could say whatever I want. Uh, shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, twat. He's like, I got the Second Amendment. He uh pulls p- pulls his gun out of his pocket, which is where he keeps it. <laughs> And yes. He accidentally shoot. He accidentally fires it, and he goes, "Holy smokes!" That could have been my nuts. That could have been my nuts. Good thing my uh, penis is on upside down, because if my penis were not attached to my body upside down, I would have just shot myself in the balls. Instead, I accidentally just shot myself in my left thigh, and but it's fine. Yeah, and then Abby says, 
Well, maybe there is something you could use for Christmas. How about a holster for that gun so you don't have to carry it around in your little pocket all the time? And Cal looks at Abby and sort of sighs and says, well, maybe. I've been eyeing a couple holsters. Yeah, yeah, I could go for a holster, I suppose. And so Cal and Abby, Abby go- you always have the best ideas. And you're so, so pretty, by the way. Um, especially in the light of this late afternoon light with the sun sun going down and the snow falling outside the window. (sighs) You're so perfect. And the, um, what happens at this point is, uh, Cal and Abby go, okay, let's go. So, (laughs) (laughs) so then, so they start to go out of the cop shop. Um, to head towards, you know, um, the parking the lot. mall, yeah, the, mar- the parking lot to get to the mall, <laughs> and um, because they have to, go, you have to go. Uh, Cal says, "Let's go to the mall." Abby goes, "Let's go to the parking lot," and Cal goes, "You can't get to the mall without going to the parking lot first. And Abby says, says "You okay. are so smart, smart." And so, and um, it's interesting. Handsome. They are walking through the halls and they pass by the conference room in the Miami cop shop. And there's and a bunch of suits in there. Bunch of suits in there. That's what Cal says. He goes, oh, look at all those suits in there. Um, Must be nice to afford a suit. I never had one in my damn life. Yeah, he goes, not on this, uh, not on this, um, not on this civil servant's salary. Because we actually wanted to kind of shuttle in some politics into this show. You know, it's network TV, and that means it can't mostly be politics. It has to kind of be bread and butter, kitchen table stuff. But the, you know, and the network, if you put too much political in it, they kind of get a little bit scared. They're scaredy cats. Um, They don't like to touch hot buttons. You know, because you look at a button, you go, I don't know how hot that button could be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to touch it without gloves on. That's why I got but, all my fingerprints taken off so that in case I do touch a hot button, it doesn't really do anything. There's nothing bad that could happen to your finger after your fingerprints burned off. Yeah, exactly. And we said to the network, we said, well, everybody agrees. We get this is America. Everybody agrees on one thing. Cops which is should police. get paid more should get paid more so that's why we had cal say that line about how he can't afford his suit on his <laughs> civil servant's salary and abby says well i hope one day you make enough money to get a suit because i just know you would look so sexy um <laughs> yeah and she looks into the suit she goes i wonder what those suits are doing in there anyway and cal goes above my pay grade and so they keep walking, but we did a camera move. We had a, one of our signature camera moves where the camera move turned and it went into the room where the suits were. And a lot of people were surprised by that because a lot of times in the show when we would use um, people who are not our regular recurring cast members, uh-huh. we would use cardboard standees or cardboard cutouts instead of actors because you don't have to cheaper because you can because it doesn't cost as much yeah right um so in in this show a lot of the time most times if you're looking at a scene in crime stoppers miami or crime stoppers miami infinity 
let's say that it's a what's a scene that has a crowd in it um there is a big club and everybody's dancing in it and then two cops are going through with their guns saying get out of the way get out of the way Where's the Cardboard bathroom? Cutouts. We know somebody. We know somebody's smoking pot in the bathroom at this club, and we've got to shoot him. Cardboard cutouts, all cardboard cutouts, and uh, ADR after the fact recorded dialogue, um, which is what ADR stands <laughs> for after the fact recorded dialogue. Um, Checks out. We would have Cal and Abby going through that scene. They're trying to tell everyone to get out of the way. It looks like the people are running or fleeing if you're watching it fast. Um, but if you watch it slow, um, it you'll notice it's cardboard cutouts. They're pushing <laughs> over and kind of pushing out of the way or crumpling or folding or um, tearing up. Um, and the great thing about that, too, is you can recycle all of it. And so when you recycle all of it, you get um, a tax benefit. Yes. So inside of the conference room, the search committee in the suits, uh, they are talking about their search for a new police chief because police chief Brian Cox got murked last episode. He got sent yep. to the Hellmouth for mm-hmm. killing a kid um, who was actually an adult. <laughs> and now we're here and we have no police chief. So the search committee is saying, okay, guys, we got to work on this. Christmas is coming. That means what? Mm-hmm. That yep. means they, crime. They point to um, the one of the guys. He goes, how could you tell? Because the first guy, he said Christmas is coming. Another guy, he goes, how could you tell? And the first guy, he points, and in the room, there's a goose in a, uh, <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's a goose, and they have it in a container. It's like one of those containers that you put your um, suitcase in when you go to the airport to see if your suitcase is too big for, to be carry-on luggage. They've got a goose, it's in one of those, and it shows that when the goose is touching the sides, it will mean that the goose has gotten fat. And he points to it. He goes, that's how I could tell. <laughs> I forgot they had one of those at the police station. I only ever had one in my home growing up. Well, uh, it's interesting because that was your pitch because remember <laughs> we made this show. And we made this show oh, and I, we... I, I remember. We chose to put it there. Yeah. So <laughs> he says... Christmas is coming, and you know what that means. That means crime. We have yeah. to have biggest our new crime pl- day of the year. Biggest crime day of the year. All sorts I've, of crimes. Because crime always goes up in a heat wave, and what happens in um, Christmas in Miami is Miami's hot, right? Yeah, it's the south of the equator, so it's actually summer there. Yeah, but everyone wants to feel like they're having a proper white Christmas, so. If you go to Miami at Christmas, what you see is a lot of very, very sweaty people wearing puffy coats and scarves and big Russian hats with ear flaps, sweating their uh, balls off. And they basically create an artificial heat wave that's even hotter than the hottest day of summer inside of their coats. So they're basically like, we need to have our new police chief. Brian Cox is dead. We need a new police chief. Crime is about to go crazy because of all the heat inside of people's coats. And he needs to be up and running before before the new big day. And we have three candidates who are coming in today and we're going to put them through the ringer. We're going to make them prove that they have what it takes. The three candidates, they lower from the ceiling like NSYNC guys on harnesses and it's um there's three of them and the round ball rock um nba theme 
uh, is that Rumble Rock that we used? Yeah, it was my cousin. It was my cousin Piper just singing it like that. Just basically farting it into the wrong end of a saxophone um, with her front uh, mouth. And so I was able to get off that little kind of bit that I just did right there that you literally just heard because Piper was looking away for a moment. And I think she didn't quite hear what I said. Otherwise, she would have gone, that's disgusting. (laughs) Um, So, and did you hear it? No. Well, what I said was that it was basically your cousin farting the round ball rock (laughs) theme into the saxophone with her front. And then I said, okay, I think that's awesome. And and then I said mouth, which, okay, that's awesome. How about that? Twisted it around a little bit. You thought it was going to be kind of dirty. Well, that's what you have me all wrong because I think that's really cool and funny. It was going to be really dirty. Then you thought, it's clean. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I was getting um text from my uh, skin tag. Brian Dennehy type guy lowering on a harness. We like him because he's a lot like Brian Cox, our previous police chief. We used to call him PCBC. We could call this guy PCBD. You're hired, white male. You're hired. And then there's this one guy, the diversity, equity, and inclusion guy or whatever. And he's like, you can't hire him yet. We have to consider the other candidates. And another candidate lowers on a harness. And it is. Wait, so this is the second? Second one. <laughs> yeah, this is a Lawrence Fishburne type guy. Uh, sort of buttoned up, uh, stoic, seems... Yep. Like he'd, he'd uh, run, run the department with an iron fist, which is sort of what they need right now. He's wearing a kimono. It's buttoned all the way up. He's <laughs> doing, he goes, they said, what are your qualifications? He says, I know Kung Fu. They say. Prove it. He prove it. And he um, does. He does prove it. And you can actually explain how he proved it. I remember it was so awesome. In this scene, <laughs> he the just way did he kind pr- of a choreographed fight scene all by himself, and then yeah. he said, he goes, "Does anybody want saying, in on this?" And then he kind of kicked everybody's assets at the table. He kept saying to them, um, "Throw some fruit at." He goes, "Throw some fruit at me. <laughs> Throw some fruit at me. Come and on, he would chop it in the air." And um, there was this assistant who had been holding um, an edible arrangement, kind of waiting in the wings to give it mm-hmm. to somebody on the yeah. Committee. It was one of the guy's birthdays. Exactly. And that guy was so disappointed after Lawrence Fishburne chopped all the fruit up. I didn't think he was. Actually, I did not read that as disappointed. And I um, would love to get the actor on to talk about this because I read it more as elation. Wow. I don't have to chew or chop my own fruit anymore. I can just eat it now that it's smaller and more bite sized. Thanks to Lawrence Fishburne sort of Mm -hmm. chopping it with his foot or my Mm -hmm. or his hand. Mm-hmm. He called. He says, "Ooh, I think I might like to." He goes, "I hope we don't hire this guy as a police chief. He, I might like to hire him as my very own fruit tag." Um, you know, like an assistant who tags the fruit. And so, <laughs> in any case, there's a th- you know, and in any case, like the search committee, someone goes, "Uh, okay, this is kind of a, a sausage party. Um, maybe we could get a chicken here." <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, this sort of Catherine Zeta-Jones type, played by Catherine Zeta-Jones, she <laughs> lowers from 
the ceiling as and well. And the guys, their eyes get really wide. <laughs> they start their tongues doing fall out of their mouths like a scroll. <laughs> they start doing <laughs> singles. They're they're all peeling singles off of the stacks. You know, kind of like. And she goes, fellas, fellas, I appreciate the compliment, but this is a place of work, and I'm about to be your boss. So if you're going to do that, it better be 100s. <laughs> Everybody laughs. I mean, this chick, she can hey, she's hang. Cool. She's cool, yeah. That's what's cool, you know, because she this whips was the- out a burger and starts eating it, and it's really juicy and kind of messy. She's eating pizza. She's- she has a pint of beer. Right. Um, this she was burps. kind of the 2000s when we made this show. And, you know, one place I feel like our society has really gone backwards is now they want you to hire chicks that can't hang. Right. But back in the 2000s, it was like you could make that part of the, like, the job description, the MO. You know, yeah. you'd be like, okay, we want to, like, yeah, they're making us hire chicks now, but we're only going to hire chicks that can hang. Yeah. They, I mean, they still do that to this day. It's just called <laughs> a culture fit, you know? That's true. That's true. You got you know, to be able to play times ping I pong the, and use the kegerator in our break room. So, A lot of times I think the world is getting worse, but then I think... Oh, it's just getting it's better, getting but better. the language is different. Maybe it's getting better. Maybe yeah. it's getting better. So um, they say to these three uh, schmoes, they say these candidates, whoever stops the most crimes, you're going to get a crime. Every crime that you solve... <laughs> You get a point. Every, yeah, every time you it. stop, every time you stop, excuse me, every crime you stop, you get a point. Whoever has the most points, they go, here's your clicker. They give everyone a clicker. They say, um, whenever you stop a crime and it's honor system, um, okay. click it. Whenever you stop a crime, honor system, click it. Um, you go, go out and stop the crimes. Okay. Yes. It's got an up button and a down button. Clicker buttons, two clicker buttons. So if, Yes, but so you'll, if you, you make won't a mistake, need to use the you down can, one. Yeah, well, because Fishburne, he goes, if I make a mistake, can I, like, he's like, honor, I've got a lot of that. Um, but what if I do make a mistake and click it twice when I meant to click it once? So they do a little seminar, a little master class <laughs> about how to use the clicker. This is the up button, this is the down button. They both yep. click. One's a clicker, one's an unclicker, but they both click. And everybody gets it. Brian Dennehy's already out. Brian Dennehy type guy is already um, out and on a tear. He's yeah, he's Fish racing Bur- towards the uh, parking lot. Parking lot. Can't go to the anywhere. Can't go to the crime without going to the parking lot first. So Fishburne finds- sees him. He goes, I know where the, I know where he's going. He's going to the hot spot. He's going to the crime hops, hop spot in M- Miami and I got to get this to this patrol car because otherwise I'm not getting there fast enough. So they are in a mad dash. They are running their little legs off to Cal and Abby's squad car. And Mm -hmm. all the other cars are in the shop. All the other cars are in the shop. Christmas special. Yeah, exactly. Christmas discount on all the servicing. So they see Cal and Abby's car. They run for it. Brian Dennehy kind of guy gets there just a little bit before Lawrence Fishburne kind of guy. And he slams the door in his face and he says, have fun walking sucker. And yep. he suck me later it. is what he's put. Suck me later. Yeah. 
He says, suck me later. Yeah. And that my, was a catchphrase. My nipples the, and my balls. <laughs> that was a catchphrase that the actor we hired, the day player we hired, um, insisted on <laughs> using. We kept trying to get him to stop. Um, yeah, and he keep said, in mind, see you later, sucker. Uh, suck me suck. later. Suck my nipples and my balls. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it was, he, um, and he made it really hard for us um, because, and it reminded Remember, this is not Brian Dennehy. This is a Brian Dennehy type guy that we hired. Um, we found him in a uh, an IHOP. Personals ad. You, excuse me, personals ad. Yeah, he had a personals ad. He said <laughs> the personals ad said, "If you want to suck me, I'll be at the IHOP." <laughs> and we came in pic- and we said, "We don't want to suck you. We have a better offer." Yeah, there was a picture of him. We said that guy looks kind of like a Brian Dennehy type of guy. Um, and and we did suck ins- him, but we gave him a better offer too. And he kept we'll get yes, and he kept insisting on using his catchphrase, um, <laughs> "See you later, sucker. Suck me later. My suck my nipples and my balls." Um, we tried. We said, "Listen, you can say that all you want, but we are going to cut it out of the episode." He said, "Oh," he said, "I'd like to see. I'd like to see you try." And what he did was he said it, he did one of two things. Either, every time he was on screen, he was either saying, on camera, after yeah. we say action, he was, well, every, after we say action, he would start saying it. He would start repeating it really fast. Uh-huh. We tried to trick him. We tried to trick him by saying, hey, this is just a rehearsal. We're just going to rehearse this scene, but we'd really be rolling the cameras. Uh-huh. And he knew because what he started doing is he'd play, whenever we were doing rehearsal, he would loudly play copyrighted music on a boom box uh-huh. through the whole rehearsal so that we couldn't use the take. Uh huh. He was a clever man. Very, very clever. I hope he's still alive. He kept saying, I learned it from the giggler. Um, so in any ways, in any ways... So Dennehy type guy he's rips gone. out he's of in there. The car. He's, he's gone. Out of there. He is he's going out of there. to the crime hop spot. And <laughs> Cal and Abby's car is gone. Spot. <laughs> and the Lawrence Fishburne type guy says, well, shit, now I got to get there somewhere else. I so he the- goes and he hauls his ass towards the bus stop. While this is happening, Brian Dennehy type he guy. Goes, Larry got to take the bus again. Larry got to take the bus again. At least I'm not driving it this time, he says. These actors and then he use starts going so much dialogue of, we didn't write. <laughs> he starts kind of going into this thing about, I used to be a bus driver. And pay, was, <laughs> pay wasn't bad, but the hours were. And people don't treat you right when you drive a bus. Never say thank you. Never say thank you, no matter what. Even though I'm getting you safely from point A to point B. And I... Sometimes I they do say it. <laughs> But when they do say it, you can tell they're so proud of themselves. Yeah, and I don't like that either. And actually being a bus driver is kind of what broke up my first marriage. My wife didn't like that I was out driving the bus at all hours of the night. And never a home to give her the foot massage that I used to give her when we were first dating. I miss her so much, but I do love my second wife as well. And I hope I get this police chief job because that'll really impress her. And he um, gets onto 
the bus. <laughs> There's people right behind him. Yeah. They say, uh, excuse me, would you mind? And he goes, oh, yeah, sorry. I was thinking. And they say, actually, you were talking out loud. It's Cal and Abby. And they say, maybe get on the bus. Okay, move it or lose it, sucker. And um, so he gets on the bus and Cal and Abby get on also after get on him. the bus. And well, they don't pay a fare. No, Cal and Abby don't. don't they, sh- uh, they show their badges. They're like, hey, okay. So, you know, don't think that you're going to get anything out of us. The bus driver sighs and Cal and I get on and we start doing a long sequence on the bus. And it's like, if you ever read a bus, which I've not, but my understanding is it's slow. And... You're kind of stopping a lot here and there. A lot of stops. That's what Cal and Abby are kind of looking at each other. Abby's like, you know, Cal... This is not as fast as our car, is what Abby says. Yeah, she says that exact line. And can you... I think we have the clip. This is not as fast as our car. Tell me about it. And so (laughs) Cal and Abby, they kind of start to get frustrated. Oh, stopping, starting, going. Stopping, starting, stopping. Slowing down, being going slow is not good for us. And I like it fast. Abby is playing Minesweeper on her Palm Pilot. Remember, this Mm -hmm. was the 2000s. And she says, you know what? I have an idea. And we cut to uh Dennehy type guy. Dennehy he's type guy is going out crazy. and he's doing he's a good clicking job. his clicker. He's yeah. clicking his clicker. Numbers go up. There's he's just doing sort of classic meat and potatoes, boots on the ground, front lines in the trenches, police work. Yes, he's making he, arrests, he's pulling people over, he's ticketing cars that are parked almost just imperceptibly imperceptibly over the line where you're not allowed to park because there's a fire hydrant he is he's stopping and he's frisking that he's saying he's kind of doing a little bit about it too yeah where he kind of stops the guy he goes you know he goes this is where a lot of people uh they know how to stop uh but they're not so good at the frisk People don't mind it when you stop them, but they don't like it when you frisk them. Other people, they like to get a little bit frisky, but they don't like to be stopped. It's very hard to find somebody who's interested in both getting stopped and frisked. And then he does with his mouth, and this is the guy we hired. He goes, Yeah. And I think it's actually cool that we gave Dennis Miller his first chance yeah, in TV. Yeah, that's who it was. Um, it was... <laughs> it was Dennis Miller and he and then he would do after he did one of those little bits he would look at the camera and he'd go backdoor pilot <laughs> and we did cut all that out that's just insider yeah. information we, we were did. able to cut that out but, but we got we a great idea as a it. fun thing we got such a great idea from it for this our other show we sold it but it didn't go it was called backdoor pilots and it was about <laughs> it was a it was called Backdoor Pilots Five, and it was <laughs> and it was about. You, I mean, you can imagine what it was about. You know what it was about. I think you should say gay pilots. Oh, we actually have a clip from the pilot for Backdoor Pilots Five. If you you wanted to play that, Kent. Okay, here it is. Put hey. your tray tables up and your seat backs in the full hey. upright position. Get yeah. in the cockpit. I'm trying to have sex. 
Wow, and uh, it's a, it's incredible the network um, didn't put that one to series. Um, so anyway, um, Brian Dennehy, he's clicking his clicker. He's doing good. Yes. We cut back to... to bus. Fishburn. We cut back to Fishburn, and Fishburn ha- is on a phone call. We see he's listening, and his his face is going uh, ashen. It's shocked. It's as if he's seen a ghost. And the bus driver goes, um, uh, the um, I was gonna say that the bus driver goes to him like, "What's up? What was that?" Um, but of course, Fishburne is sitting down behind the bus driver, who sees him. He sees him in the mirror. In the mirror. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and he goes, um, he goes, he goes, "Hey, you, look, uh, Larry Fishburne looking type of guy." Uh, you look like you saw a ghost. Get up here. What was that? Fishburne goes up to him and the bus driver goes, did you see a ghost? Is that really really we saw? And Fishburne's like, no, I didn't see a ghost. He's like, because I believe in those. And the driver also said, and somebody died on my bus three months ago. And this I morning. They're on. <laughs> and three months ago. <laughs> three months ago. Same guy. <laughs> two different guys it's it depends on what you think about whether the guy and his ghost are two different guys three months ago a guy died on my bus and this morning he reappeared as a ghost and, and then he him. died again yes the same way and Lawrence Fishburne looking guy goes I don't care about all of that there's a bomb on this bus I just got yeah he goes I don't care I just got a phone call the bomb on the bus if we go under 50 if we stop or if we go under 50 miles per hour or if anybody gets on or off the bus the bomb explodes and so you gotta you gotta drive drive like there's no tomorrow buddy lead foot so the bus driver puts his pedal to the metal and yeah. you see Cal and Abby kind of looking at each other as the bus blows by a scheduled stop. And Cal goes, huh, now we're moving. And Abby waggles her eyebrows and says, you're welcome. And um, the bus driver, he's kind of freaking out. Somebody tries to get off the bus and she there's a little explosion and she falls under the bus and gets mangled. <laughs> and so, you know, it's really real. Yeah. And you know, Larry and we Fishburne, shot this all practically. Like all that practically. actor really fell under the bus. There's actually the thing. The other thing that really cut into our budget was just those sort of payouts to her. Yeah. Because she whined a lot. Oh, I didn't. Re- I didn't. I thought you were gonna have a stunt person. My hmm. wags. My wags. <laughs> my waggy wags. And yeah, and I remember you kept saying your wigs. Your wigs. That's not your real hair. And I had to be like, "Hey, you're being insensitive." She you had can't a say problem. her L's right. She had a yeah. She had a problem because her tongue fell out when she got hit by the bus. Yeah, exactly. Because when we looked at her face when she was on the dailies, she was smiling too much, and we gave her local <laughs> anesthetic in her mouth to make her mouth go numb and sloppy. We said, we need your mouth numb and sloppy because you look fucked up on these dailies. You're drawing all the attention. And then that meant that when she fell out of the, when she started to fall out of the bus, she couldn't call for help. She wasn't able to say help um, because her mouth was so sloppy. And 
then, but actually we had given her too much and her tongue fell out. So anyway, um, what had happened at this point in the show is that Fishburne is thinking and he's going, okay, you know what? Um, he's looking at the, uh, the, the cameras and stuff on the security camera on the bus and everything. And he goes to the bus driver. He goes, he's watching us. I bet he's watching us. I know how we can get everyone off this bus. He goes, where has a lot of big parking lot that you can drive around? Uh, Cal goes, oh, I know a place, the mall. And then he goes, yeah, 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 take us to the mall, take us to the mall. And everybody on the bus starts chanting, mall, 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 mall. What they do is they loop the video um, and then they drive to the mall and everybody gets off of the bus except for Lawrence Fishburne. Um, who is ends up driving it from the bus driver. So Fishburne gets stuck driving the bus. Well, Cal and Abby, we stay with them now, and they go into the mall to start uh, their shopping. So this is a little fun thing we did. We did here. This was the this was the place where we kind of said, let's do a Christmas story. And Cal, he wants a new holster for his gun. Abby wants a belly button ring. So first we stay with Cal. Cal is kind of going through the mall. He's looking at all this. Um, he goes, you know, oh, I got a uh, uh, four bucks. He goes, he's counting his money in his wallet. He's like, let me count how much bucks I got. I got one, two, three, many bucks. He's he's looking at he and you sort of start to wonder. You're like, can this guy count past three? Um, and he's because because he, you're looking at it and you can tell that what he's got is four. Mm-hmm. You can see as he's counting it that he has four, but he counts one, two, three, and he goes, mm, many, many bucks I have. And he goes, he stops, he goes, mm, what's that smell? It smells good, Annie Ann's. And he buys himself an Annie Ann's pretzel. He eats the Annie Ann's pretzel, and then he looks, he goes, no, I only have one buck. I need to turn this into more. So he and goes, he gamble. Sees, yes, there's a guy who's running a classic three-card Monty table. <laughs> Follow the lucky lady. Follow the lucky lady. Can you keep track of where she goes? She's going left. She's going right. She's going under the tree. She's going around the hole. She's going through the picket fence. Where is she? Nobody knows. Cal goes, I know. She's there. And the guy opens the cup. Lucky lady's not in there. He takes (laughs) Cal's last buck. So Cal has no money. And while this is happening, Abby's walking around the mall. And she sees... Everybody's favorite thing to see at the mall, a kiosk. Oh, and yeah. there's a worker at the kiosk doing kind of like an infomercial type demonstration yep, of yep. this product, which is a vacuum seal food saver bag kind of exactly. thing. And he's showing off how cool it is. He zips up a tennis ball in it. He zips up a steak. Um, and Abby goes, wait, what is this? And the demo guy says, I can do a demo, but... I just went through all my steak and tennis balls. Do you have some leftovers? <laughs> and yeah. she says, mm, no, but I think I can get some. It was Andre um, Agassi that we had doing it. Yeah. That's why and, he had all the tennis balls. Right. <laughs> right. And so Abby goes to the food court and um, is like, okay, I'll be able to find some leftovers here. If Sparrow. I pay- McDonald's, Arby's, Quiznos, Captain, what's that? Long John Silver, Schlotsky's Deli. Yeah. So she gets Panda Express. Oh. Yes. Oh my gosh. 
like an oasis in the desert panda express um, she orders this they have a two item combo she orders a three item combo yeah she she goes give me a three item combo general so's chicken orange chicken chicken. i want orange chicken i want sesame chicken and sesame i want green beans for my fourth item they said (laughs) ma'am she goes that's a side though because that's not meat yeah and they were like you're right so they give it to her (laughs) and she asked them to replace (laughs) the fried rice with egg rolls she goes i want egg roll i want can i i want to substitute egg rolls for the fried rice and they say, ma'am, that'll be an upcharge of five cents because this is 2003 yeah. and things are, don't cost all that much. She goes, and, upcharge? What's upcharge? <laughs> and they say, uh, what? And she says, not much, you. She shows them her police badge and her gun and they let her have the food <laughs> for free. For free. Um, and so, so she goes and she sits down and she says, yeah. yum, 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 yum. This looks so good. She throws her chopsticks in the trash and she says, I will be eating this with my hands. And she uh-huh. eats it with her hands. The authentic and- way is what she says to herself. <laughs> Which is not scripted. It was just something that you improvised, right? You said authentically. Uh-huh. I'm going to eat this authentically. <laughs> you started eating it with your hands, shuffling it in. <laughs> Everyone tipping was telling back you. The, tipping back the the food court tray and sort of opening my mouth and letting the food all fall in. Yeah. You kept saying, you, we said, we said Piper, Piper, come on. You you kept saying, no, this is what they do. They put it above their face and let it fall in. <laughs> We're like, they don't do that. And I said, well, that's what I did when I went to China. Yep. And at um, Epcot. At, at Epcot. And Abby says to herself, um, she goes, she's getting down to her last egg roll. She goes, oh, and I know that I need to save leftovers. I'm supposed to save leftovers. I'm I'm so full, and I should. But it looks really, really tasty. Yeah, I saved the best egg roll for last, and yeah. that was my mistake. So I'm going to go ahead and eat it. So, sure, Abby ate the last egg roll. And then, you know, way too full. Way too full. Undoes a button on the jeans. She rolls back to the kiosk. (laughs) Yeah, like Violet Beauregard after she turned into a blueberry. She rolls up back to the kiosk and she says, hey, I know I was supposed to bring you some leftovers, but I made a mistake. Yeah. But I think we can fix it. Can you do lipo suction with this vacuum sealer thingy that you've been showing everybody can you suck up all the fat out of my tummy and vacuum seal it and dragacy is like i don't see why not he so turns he, he turns she goes turn abby goes turn it on full blast and dragacy turns it on full blast he puts it up to her belly button he sucks out all of the panda express and when he pulls away the machine she looks down and she goes, what did you do to me? It's smooth. I don't have no belly button anymore. Why is it smooth? And he goes, oh, God. Oh, God. Please don't tell my boss. I shouldn't have done this. Hey, hey, if you don't tell my boss, I'll give you $200. Here's here's all the money in my wallet. And he gives her 20 Yeah, it's a 20 <laughs> she, goes, he, she goes, what the fuck is this? He takes out a Sharpie and he draws an extra zero on it. <laughs> And, and she, she goes, Good enough. She goes, whatever. Um, and she uses the money to buy a holster for uh, Cal's gun. At the gun store in the mall. 
And Cal, he, meanwhile, is in Claire's. And he's going, oh, what did I do? What did I do? I gave away my last box. <laughs> and he says to, he goes, uh, he goes, are you Claire? And the lady behind, she goes, I could be whoever you want me to be. And he goes, okay. <laughs> and he pulls out the gun from his pocket, right? And he goes, can I, he, he, uh, he pulls out his gun from his pocket. And again, he accidentally fires it, almost shoots his own balls off. Um, luckily, the bullet goes into the same place the bullet hole was in his thigh before. Um, so it's sort of no extra damage done. It's a sunk cost. But the lady behind the counter, Claire, whoever he could want her to be, she is very scared. She thinks that Cal has pulled out his gun to rob her. He, he's trying to go, he's, no, 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 no. And, but she goes, what do you, she goes, what do you want? She goes, what do you want here? Do you want this? Do you want that? She gives him jewelry, uh, free nose piercing coupons, a belly button ring, take it all. He takes it. He goes, okay. And he kind of, um, hurries out of the Claire's and he says to himself, I was just going to try to trade the gun to her. And then he goes, but now it appears to have been used in a crime. And he ditches the gun in a waste paper basket. That's right. We cut. To, but he has the belly button ring in hand. We cut to Fishburn. Fishburn says, um, Fishburn has stopped. Fishburn is on a train. He's on a train. And he's, yeah, the bomb thing's over. He says to the guy next to him on the train, he says, we, we catch up to him right at the tail end of the story. He says, so that's how I stopped the bomb from going off on the bus. And the other guy's like, wow, that sounds crazy. They should definitely let you be police chief. And, you know, he's like, wow, I just, you know, as long as we get home safe on this train, I think I've got the job, right? And he clicks his crime clicker up to one because he stopped one very big crime. Cal and Abby are on the train as well. We cut to a different car and it's the same old song. They're like, wow, this train is going very slow. Cal says to, to Abby. stop stopping at all the stops. I have an idea. I have an idea. <laughs> So they call in another bomb threat and Lawrence Fishburne gets it because they call his phone directly and say, there's a bomb on this train. He goes, oh, dang it. Not again. He goes, hang on a second. I'm calling your bluff. I don't think that you'll do it. And Cal and Abby kind of go, you're right. We are bluffing. You're right. We won't do it. We are bluffing. Actually, we are. We just want to get to our destination faster. It's the and end of the day. We want to give each other our presents. Yeah. That's, is that such a crime? And Lawrence Fishburne, he, th- he says, well, calling in even a fraudulent bomb threat is, is a, crime. a crime. And he clicks up his and clicker by one. But the guy next to him. everybody on the train goes, nerd you're a nerd and starts calling him a nerd for thinking that calling a bomb threat is a crime and they go and technically you didn't stop the bomb threat the bomb threat did happen so you should probably unclicker that so So he goes well thank god we had this training and he unclicks it and it makes a click but it does unclick it and (laughs) the whole time you know we cut back to the room with the search committee and Catherine Zeta-Jones, CZJ, she's just sitting there patiently. She looks so good, and she's, she's so patient. 
reapplying her lipstick. She's powdering her nose. She's, she's browsing Glamour magazine. She's going, kind of looking at all the chicks in it, and she's going, I look better than her. I'm more beautiful than her. I'm more sexy than her. And the suits, the committee keeps saying, you should probably get started. Like, the other two guys got out of here, and they immediately got to work, and they probably have so many numbers on their clickers by now. I mean, look at this fucking goose. There's a guy over just the goose stuffing is pork, fatter. just stuffing pork belly into the goose's mouth, and it's getting <laughs> bigger and bigger. And they're like, when that goose touches the sides of the luggage container, the time is up. And she goes, "Listen, you'll see what you'll see when you when you see what I'm up to." That's a little technique that we call foreshadowing. So, um. Everybody regroups. Brian Dennehy gets back. Brian Dennehy is, um, he's uh, showing off his arrests, right? He shows off his clicker. He goes, look at this. I made 30, he goes, I made 30 arrests. 30 arrests. Uh, uh, probably the most that anybody's ever done. Search com- committee is um, impressed. They say, actually, that's a tie for the tie for The, the highest most. ever. Tie for the highest ever. Brian Dennehy type, he looks at one of the search committee members, uh, the guy who's force feeding the, goose he goes force feeding goose there's a fucking crime he goes you're arrested and he clicks his clicker up one um and it's 31 he goes there you go baby on top number one uh numero uno hire me and then Lawrence fishburne says okay so i only have one that's not 31 i only have one i only got one huge but it's huge I stopped a bomb from going off on a bus. Brian Dennehy type guy. He goes, yada, yada, yada. Wake me up when it's over. He goes, maybe you weren't listening to the rules, but you only get one click per crime. And it doesn't matter how big the crime is. You only get one click. So you only have one point, And therefore, I kicked your freaking ass. Fishburne goes, well, I would have had two, but I I stopped the bomb on the train but they said that they were bluffing and a bluff wasn't a crime but i should have had to but they said that they were bluffing so the committee then turns to cal and abby who are also there and they say were you bluffing one time or both times and they say well we were bluffing both times we wanted the bus to go faster and we wanted the train to go faster and so they actually reach over and they grab Lawrence Fishburne looking guys clicker and they say, uh, how do you do this again? Just kidding. And then they click the down button and it goes all the way down to zero. Yes. It makes a click while it does it. And so he's at zero. So he's out. So it looks like Dennehy is going to get hired. Then they turn to, um, Catherine Zeta Jones and they say, um, uh, Brian Dennehy type guy. He goes, nothing further, your honor. They turn to Catherine Zeta Jones (laughs) And they say, do you, like, did you stop any crimes? Like, let us see your clicker. And she pulls out her clicker, and it says 312. Right. And she says. How's that possible? You were just sitting there all day. And she gives this incredible monologue. Amazing monologue. She goes, you said this was about stopping crimes, right? And everybody sort of says, yes. Yeah, so it's and not really says, a monologue, but yeah. Okay. She asks well, a question and everybody answers. Well, now and then she gets into the monologue where she yeah. says, okay, well, while I was sitting here, here's all the crimes I was thinking about committing. Carjacking, 
click. Heist, click. Robbery, click. Murder, click. Insider trading, click. Pickpocketing, click. Uh, taking a shirt from the store, the, from the Macy's at the mall, click. People start making suggestions. Someone's like, mail fraud? <laughs> click. I didn't oh. do that. Boat, uh, boat, boat party. Boat part, illegal boat party. Someone <laughs> suggests illegal boat party. I didn't do that. Click. And she, and so she shows, she, and she shows them. And everybody starts to kind of be realizing what she's doing. And she goes, do you see, do you see what game I've been playing? Um, and they do you see what game I've been playing? Fishburne is the first one to really get it. He goes, "Are you telling me that just by sitting there all day and not leaving, you stopped yourself from committing all these crimes?" That's right, baby. Sweet and- cheeks. By the way, I think you're handsome and would like to take you on a date if you're not too upset about losing this job to me. Larry goes, uh, I got a wife, uh, maybe, uh, if she <laughs> hasn't left me by now, my second wife. And Brian Dennehy type guy, he's Dennis Miller. He's so in, he's so infuriated, but the selection, you know, he goes, we used to have, he goes, we used to have uh, rules in this society. Now, it seems we've got something a little bit more like guidelines. And the selection committee goes, the rules are the rules. We don't like them, but we made them and we have to follow them. She stopped all those crimes. Uh, even if it was on a technicality, we've got to hire her. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones, she goes, so when do I start? Selection committee goes, uh, yesterday. And she goes, okay, you're all fired. You're All of you is fired. Get on my site. Everybody and they leaves. all leave. They all pack up. The, she hands them all a box, and they all put their stuff in their box, and they all sort of single file yeah, out of there. One of those um, and, legal boxes, right? Like one yes. of the, you know, like a legal box. Yeah. What's it? Is that what it's called? No, a printer's box. Is that what it's called? Sure. Printer box. Banker's box. It's called a banker's. She hands them banker's boxes. And she goes, "I can never remember what these are called. Is this a legal box? A a lawyer's box?" Um, is it is it a printer's box? Yeah, it's the same bit. Is it, I, is it a, co- a a basketball coach's box? It's the same bit I just did. It, she did it in the episode. It, yeah, but it was good. It, it was good when, when she, did, she it. did it. Yeah, and people get so tired. One of the guy, um, one of the people get so tired. They get so tired of the bit. One of the guys throws himself out the window, um, and <laughs> they. They leave, and she goes, not she goes, not you two. Cal and Abby, you stay here. Cal and Abby are like, how do you know our names? She goes, I know a lot of things. I know a lot of things. I'm the captain now of this precinct, and I'm watching you. And Cal and Abby go, okay, is that all? And she goes, <laughs> don't you two. She goes, don't you twos have? She goes. I you, I'm. Don't you twos have something you need to do for each other in the spirits of Christmas? 
and they exchange their gifts. Abby pulls out a gun holster and um, yeah, it's... and says, I accidentally sealed up my belly button to buy this. And then Cal pulls out a belly button ring and says, I held up a store and threw my gun down at the scene of the crime in order to get this belly button ring. Um, isn't that funny? Isn't, isn't that so funny? funny? And they and start and they start laughing and then they and start crying. making out and then crying too. <laughs> and then crying because it's not really actually that funny because it's kind of as like, well, all this shit is fucking worthless now. Right, it sucks. Yeah, it really it's sucks. Not the thought that counts. Like you know, Catherine Zeta Jones. She's like, wouldn't you rather have love? And Cal and Abby is like, no, we would rather have. We'd stuff. rather have stuff. Yeah. We wanted stuff. Yeah, we asked each other for stuff. I can ask him for love any day, and I choose not to, is what Abby says. And uh, Catherine Zeta-John says something interesting at this point. She for says, <laughs> she goes, <laughs> materialistic. I know I made the right decision with you, Toes. And Cal and Abby are kind of confused, but um, then Catherine Zeta-Jones disappears in smoke and they're like okay i guess she i guess the meeting's over Um, so they go home so they go home and we see um and Catherine zeta jones she kind of uh pops she she reappears and she no longer looks like her normal self instead she's really red very red she's got red skin and big teeth and yellow glowing eyes and horns and a tail (laughs) <laughs> and she's cackling and laughing. Merry Christmas. So, um, that was the end of the episode. Brian Setzer Orchestra um, plays plays us out um, with a wonderful ending scat uh, theme. And this one got, um, this one was like really heralded. I mean, this one was really heralded by the critics in Entertainment Weekly and stuff yes. about being kind of, they said it's, I remember the headlines were, uh, this is the, this is the, you're witnessing the birth of a new universe. Yeah. You're witnessing the birth of a new universe with um, Catherine Zeta-Jones uh, coming on to Crime Stoppers, Miami Infinity, 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 and yeah. the cool thing about a universe is it's big and anything could happen. That was the headline in Entertainment Weekly, <laughs> and we loved it. We love that headline, and that's back in the early two thousands when headlines could take up half a page and it didn't cost anything. Yeah, I mean now with the internet, they want the um, now with the internet, they don't really need to have a certain amount of content on there. And so stuff is shorter. But back when you were doing stuff on printer paper, it was like, well, we've got to fill up this page of printer paper. And so we're going to have to put a lot of words. With the mm-hmm. internet, it's kind of is just like, it's just there and you could put stuff on it if you want. Or you could not put stuff on it if you want. So true. So true. Um, and that's it. If you enjoyed this week's episode of Crime Watchers, then what I'd like, I'd like to ask you to do one thing for me. Just one thing. Oh, okay. I only want Just you to one, do one thing. thing. That sounds pretty simple. Yeah, that sounds easy, doesn't it? A lot of guys, they want you to I do, do a lot of things every day. 
A lot of guys, they want you to do more than one thing for them. Oh, be a wife, be a mother, be a sister, be, be a my cook. cook, a lover, a thief. So the only thing I want you to do is I want you to tell a friend to subscribe to Crime Stoppers Miami. Watchers, if you don't have any friends, that's fine. Tell somebody to on the bus or at the grocery store. Somebody or, cuts your hair. Who cuts your yeah. hair? Does your mom cut your hair? Tell, Tell your her. mom to listen to Crime Watchers. That's the headline. Tell your mom to listen to Crime Watchers. Thank you. Bye-bye. Blow!